Today is Wednesday, April 22nd. On today's episode of Catch 23, we're going to talk about a little bit about the Michael Jordan, The Last Dance. We'll review it. We'll review it. We'll review it. Get our little thoughts. We'll talk a little bit probably about Jerry Krause, Scottie Pippen. Um, maybe Roy Williams had a couple things I'd like to talk about. He said a few things. Paris, France, and anything else that happened during that episode. Um, so we're going to jump right in with all right, our very first segment of the day. I had a question for you. And I want to see what your thoughts were. Somebody posed this on the internet. I saw it actually in another podcast I listened to. They talked about this. Um, Netflix, you know, they kind of ran this episode or, you know, this whole series a little bit. They helped with ESPN. And would you prefer Netflix, you know, where they posted all 10 episodes out in one day, you know, and you can watch it whenever. You can watch one a day, two a day. You can watch them all in one day. Or do you like this five weeks, two episodes a week uh, better? I'm gonna tell you this. I like the I like the format of of two a week. Um, you know what I mean. I I do like that format. I'm not gonna lie. But after that second episode on Sunday night, I'd have paid a hundred dollars to watch every episode that night. If somebody would have told me, "Hey, look, you can uh, uh, you can get the rest of the episodes, the next eight for a hundred dollars, but you got to watch them simultaneously after each one, one after another for the, for the rest of the night, I would have did it. I would have paid a hundred dollars. That's how um, exciting that those first two episodes were for me. So, I mean, to answer the question, I like the way it is on ESPN um, just because it feels like that's the home for it. And it, it, it's a good place for it. Um, but I did want to see all 10 that night. I would have watched 10 hours of, of that, that night. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. I thought that I won after I watched it, I w- and I realized I put two and two together that it was Netflix and they, they could have had all 10. Actually, I think it was the next day when I realized it. I think I, I would have watched all 10, you know, maybe not that night, but I would have, it would have been done in, in 24 hours probably. Um, <laughs> but what I like most about it is the five weeks um, is that that's my pick. If I had to choose one, because you know what? Man. and not only that, we're going through some shit right now in this world. And you know what? It gives people something to look forward to, you know, Absolutely. five weeks of, you know, you got your week, you know, when I get to the weekend, Sunday night, I got, I got Michael Jordan, you know, the last, right. Chicago. and I'm going to be honest with you, man, that, that literally like kind of gave you like some hope because you see how far we've come as a, as a country, like even watching all the things that happened in that documentary, you know what I mean? And you think about all the things that have transpired over the years. You had September 11th, you had the H1N1, you had all uh, the, uh, what was it? Uh, flew back when we were like in high school what was that thing called uh anthrax like you remember that that came out like you you could get it through the mail or whatever so all those viruses that have come and ebola those things have kind of come and and they've gone you know what i mean so you know there is hopefully it's sooner than later but you know there's an end to this you know and kind of like what i'm we're going to be good we're going to get past this um but that kind of like made you kind of go back and think like man we've been through you know quite a few things in the last 20 years um, and, and we've made it through, you know, so you, you're right. It, it did give us something to look forward to. Yeah. You know what? And I think as a country for the most part, not everybody, you know, but for the most part, everybody, we are all doing the same thing on Sunday night for the most part, you know, oh, yeah. people out doing this and that and um, 6 million people, man. I know. And broke then, the record, 6 million people tuned in um, to that, which is crazy. I mean, it had the perfect setting for it. Cause you know, like I said, everybody, like you said, everybody is at home. 
Yeah. And, you know, and kind of, I mean, I want to jump out. I, I, this wasn't something I was going to talk about, but now that you brought it up in, in the episode, um, you know, you brought about getting through stuff and, you know, how, how much we've been through here in the years, you know, 20 years, all these different things in the world. You know, it's something that and when we were watching the episode, it jumped out at me and maybe it's being the teacher, but um, Scottie Pippen, you know, he, you know, when they said that, I didn't really, I didn't know this when he was in college, he was the ball boy or whatever. And, That's and then, unreal when you think about it, man. I know. And so in my head, you know what, it, it, it went immediately to this. And then the dudes brought it up what five inches or something over the summer from his right. freshman year to sophomore year, you know, in, in my mind, and it relates with what you just brought up was, Hey, when you have, don't give up, you know, and, and that, that, if you really want something, you go strive for it and go right. do it. You know, there's no reason not to, because had he given up because he was the ball boy, because, you know, he, he was embarrassed. He was the ball boy, whatever. He would have never been where he was probably, you know, but and, how uh, about that? How about that? He was a manager. I mean, us being coaches and understanding this, he was a manager, not at a division one, not at a mid major division one, not at a division two, not at a junior college at an NAIA school and begged his way onto a team. You know what I mean? Like, that is that is unreal. Like, you know, and I kind of was talking to talking to somebody about that, you know, and you think nowadays, if that were to happen nowadays, one, the kid's trying to transfer. Yeah. Okay? Two, uh, you, you, you're, you're getting a call from the parent. You're mistreating my child. Like, why is this? Why is that? Or you're getting an email from somebody saying, you know what, you got to play him or you got to keep him on the team. You got to do this. I mean, even, you know, going and think of as far as Michael Jordan getting cut and him going home and crying to his mom and his mom said, well, you got to get better and, and try again next year. Yeah. There was no, I'm going to call the coach and I'm going to straighten this out because you're going to keep my baby. It is, dude, get your, you know, get, you're going to go get in the dirt and you're going to go get better. That's what you're going to go do, you know? Yeah. So appreciation for like, you know, lessons that you try to teach that it's kind of validated. Um, watching that, knowing that, you got two of the top 50 players of all time that went through a real adverse time young in their careers that had they had that comfort of a parent saying, you know, uh, you know what, I'm going to deal with that coach. We may have never, ever witnessed that, right. you know, never. Right. So it man. was great, man. And then to jump in, you know, I was watching something after, and, and this hit home to me a little bit. It's, it's a little off topic what you just talked about, but, but similar about things we've been through in the last 20 years. But I saw something, I think it was after on ESPN, the guy mentioned um, that students in college now, you know, so they're 20 years old, 19, 19, 18, 20, 21, whatever. They barely were alive for the Kobe Bryant check, you know, they little weren't. runs. Yeah. Yeah. Very few were alive. And then, so then to think that there was nobody, you know, they weren't even around, you know, yeah. when, when MJ in this era. So I think there's going to be a lot of, a lot of those young basketball, you know, fanatics and, and people that enjoy the game or enjoy sports. I think this is going to be something big for them. And I know it's going to provide me a lot of insight to things that I didn't know as well. Well, let me ask you this. Were we born at the perfect time? Because we're going to, we, we were able to see Jordan and Pippen. You were able to see a little bit of magic, okay? A little bit before you were able to see a little bit of magic. Um, you were able to see Kobe, Shaq. You were able to see that. You were able to see the Spurs, yeah. okay? You were able to see LeBron with the Heat. LeBron back at Cleveland. And now LeBron with uh, with with the Lakers. And then now let's go to football. We were able to see the, the Brady – we were able to see the Brady dynasty. Yeah. Okay? You were able to see arguably the best defense ever as far as – uh, with the Ravens, you know what I mean? With right. one of them other than 85 Bears, of course, and no shame to that. But 
were we born at the time where we're going to be able to say we've seen the most dominant times in sports? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? I, I think so. And, you know, I think the games have changed. Many of them games have changed, you know, over the years. And you're right. I do. Um, Cause we get to see it all. And I think that also on this can go a little bit off topic, but not for long, I promise. But we were born in an era too, where we went from cassette players, right. You know, put, putting in the tapes to CDs to, um, you know, app, on your phone, we went from, having to have a wire to call people to having a cell phone. You know, we were, right. we've seen a, we were, pager, we were on the end of a pager. Do not oh, forget yeah, the a pager. pager yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we had to call home. We had to hurry up and be like 1-800-COLLECT. Hey mama, pick me up, you know, right. exactly. real fast. That's and, do. Absolutely. So we were, we were on an, an era where we born in a, a time when we can do a bunch of different, we had, we had to learn things on the old and then, yeah. We had to adjust, and so we've got to see a lot of different things. It was just kind of like basketball. I mean, you saw in – you know, and this is kind of going into the thing. You saw when Jordan first got to the NBA, those guys were small. Like, I don't mean, like, height-wise. I'm just talking about, you know, weight and just the body mass that they had, the, the weight mass that they had. It just wasn't there. And now you – as you kind of saw gradually go, like, you go to, like, 98, those dudes were a little bit thicker. And then yeah. you go to now, and now you got – you know, dudes like LeBron, who's 6'9", Giannis, who's up there, Dwight yeah. Howard. Like, these guys are are, are, are built, you know built, what I mean? Yeah. But back it's then, strong. they were they were not that. No, and, and I think I'm going to go a little bit to what you said. I think I didn't realize this until um, – well, I didn't realize it, but, you know, and they said it in the, in the, uh, the episode, but Jordan was kind of the – he was the – he changed the game in a way, you know, because when I remember in the, in the episode, they said, Oh, you know, this guy, about five general managers or players, oh, he can't come and change a team. He can't come. Right. And, and, because and he wasn't so Yeah. Cause they were saying he was only six, six. Yeah. And then you saw him against the okay. Boston Celtics. To kind of validate what you're saying. Um, the 1988 NBA finals were on tape delay. The NBA was in a bad place. Like bird and Larry Johnson kind of like saved it. Uh, or not Larry Johnson, but Magic Johnson kind of saved it. But the NBA was in trouble, man. The 88 finals were on tape delay. Could you imagine that? Like, the NBA was in trouble, man. Yeah. And and then, you know, and then you can just kind of see. I, at least I felt like watching the few clips in that Celtics series kind of proved that the game was changing when oh, I didn't, you know, absolutely. realize that he, he tore him up three, four games, whatever it was. Uh, and, and then when I was watching, it almost looked like he was a, a varsity play. you know, nowadays right. how – he was a varsity player playing against a bunch of JV players. Now he, you know, are a top end JV players. He was just a little faster. Little right. Sp- what about Bird's quote though? That was God. Oh, in disguise. disguise. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that just showed he was like, you know, and even Magic said, we knew he was the best in the league, but we just couldn't let him know that at that time. You know what I mean? We knew yeah. we were in trouble if he got some, like just a player or two. Like, you know, so, I mean, it, it was kind of just to give us some context of, of kind of what uh, that first episode kind of brought up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, no, that was good. Um, hey, then uh, one thing that hit home uh, – not hit home, but uh, a lot was talked about and a lot of social media hit up was Jerry Krause. What yeah. do you uh, – what do you got on him? You know what, your what thoughts man? on that? Like, the, the thing is with, with Jerry Krause, man, um, his whole thing is that he wanted credit for bringing them, putting that – team on the floor right he wanted that credit right 
And it yeah. seemed like he wanted to go through anything to prove that he was just as, as valuable as the players, you know, and, and maybe that's something that came from when he was a kid and he didn't feel like he, you know, got the fair shot to be an athlete or something like that. Uh, you know, and I think it was even thrown out there. They had little man syndrome. Yeah, like, and, yeah. and, and I could kind of see that, but he kind of counterproductively uh, did the exact opposite of what he wanted. He wanted to be known for bringing that team together, but really what you're known for is breaking it up and causing bullshit in between it. You know what yeah. I mean? You're, you'll forever be known from stopping one of the best dynasties, uh, probably the best dynasty in sports. And we will never know how far they could have went because I'm telling you that next season was the, the strike year. They or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it was, it was a shortened season because of the, uh, 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 because of the strike. Yeah. The bulls win that. I really, really believe if you get Michael Jordan to December. If you get Scottie Pippen to December, Dennis Rodman to go party to December and you get them that time. I think, Fresh they, legs. I think they get seven. I think yeah. they get seven, but yeah. you know, like I said, Jerry Krause, you know, you know, God rest his soul, man. I don't wish death on anybody, but you, you will forever, forever be known as the person who broke up the dynasty. Um, and I think prematurely, I think you broke it up prematurely. Yeah. And I think that Jerry Krause, a lot of people are going to look at him that maybe didn't know about the Bulls situation and everything. You know, we being from around here, we did, we knew about it, but I think people are going to now it's, they're going to be like, damn, that guy really fucked things up. You know? I didn't know it was that blatant. I did not know it was like that in your face. Like, right. I'm trying to get rid of you. You know, and what I think it was with him is I think he just wanted more credit. He he, he wanted credit, but then he wanted more credit than he deserved at the right. same time. And and he wanted to be on the level of Michael Jordan. It's like he wanted yep. to be known as Jordan, Pippen, uh, Phil, Phil Jackson, and him. Yeah, that's what he he wanted wanted. to be in the picture. Yeah, he wanted to be in that. And it's like, dude, you you did not earn that. Like, you know, yes, you 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 have something to do with putting them on the on the on the court, not taking away. You made moves to get them there. But at the end of the day, when the ball is rolled out there, you're not going out there and guarding nobody. You hear what I'm saying? You're not going out there and making a basket. And you you can put the great places, people on the uh, court, and nothing comes of it. Right. And he, um, you know, but I will give him credit just like you do too. Um, you know, the Pippen trade, you know, huge Tony Kukoc, you know, I, I, that was a big move. Getting well, Rodman Tony to come Kukoc here. thing was, was, was a big thing too. Yeah. And, and so like, just, you know, I'm pretty sure they'll probably cover it. Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen did not necessarily want Tony Kukoc from what I understand. And they played him in the Olympics and they're like, all right, you know, Jerry's bringing this dude in. We're going to take turns and show this dude that this is our, not only is this our league, but that's our team. And you're yeah. not even, you know, you don't, you're going to come in because we allow you to come in. Jerry may have brought you here, but we're going to be the people that you answer to, so to speak, you know. Yeah. So that's a, that's a whole different thing, you know. So, um, yeah, no, that was, that was my freaking alarm clock. But no, you're uh, good. Um, no, yeah, and you know what? And he, so he made a lot of good moves. Luke Longley, uh, Ron Harper, Bill Cartwright. Bill Cartwright, yeah. He made Horace him. Grant. The, the Horace Grant, the, but see, okay, now we're going to go into that. Horace Grant wasn't happy. That's why he left. Right. You get what I'm saying? He went to Orlando, and let's be real. Orlando beat the Bulls the half year when Jordan came back. What Horace Grant? You know yeah. what I mean? Does that change if, if Orlando doesn't have Horace Grant? I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? But, like, Horace Grant wasn't happy. Scottie Pippen wasn't happy. Uh, Phil Jackson wasn't happy. So, it's like, yeah, you brought all this together, but – 
yeah, you had them there, but you didn't take care of the product that was on the floor, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, so, so that, that was an interesting aspect and an interesting topic there as well. We kind of talk any, uh, that I, let me go to Roy Williams, man. I want to jump in into Roy Williams that, you know, um, he said something, you know, that he said, Jordan, when he went to some camp and, and as a low recruited dude, he, he wasn't really highly touted out of high school and he went to that camp and, and coming from Roy Williams, man, at the time as an assistant coach, but he's like, Oh, how crazy was that? I did not know that. I, no, I did, but I didn't know. And he was lightly recruited and he left the camp and, and Roy Williams and his staff, you know, well, the staff under Dean Smith were like, he's the best player in America, you know, high school player. And, um, you know, as a lightly recruited dude. Yeah. Um, that goes, that goes to show you like what could happen if you go and have a, a good weekend or a good week at a camp or something like that. Like, and, and, and I think we've always said like, Hey, if you can play, somebody's going to find you, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, going to come yeah. out. Eventually it's going to come out. It's going to show. And you know, that persistence of, of, of Mike going into there and, and making those moves um, kind of, you know, open, open radar for them, you know? Yeah. And then speaking of, you know, while we're on the, in the college topic with him at North Carolina, the, you know what, uh, as, as when his mom read that little letter to him, you know, that was dope. That man. was awesome. And then, but you know, it, it also made me think of where things are at now in college sports compared to what they were then. You know, now it seems like everybody's getting money. You know, players are getting money, money. And this Send dude's asking his mom for stamps. <laughs> <laughs> Send me stamps. Like, for real, send me stamps. Um, and I'm sorry about this, uh, the phone bill. Yeah. Like, yeah. She said, and, and like I listened to someone like on Good Morning America, she said the phone bill was like $50. And that's what he was like complaining about. So I'm like, man, but back then $50 was crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, like he's sorry for, sorry for, sorry for the phone bill and, and hope you're doing well and things of that sort. So, and it's one to write a, like, could you imagine a handwritten note nowadays? Oh man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so. Email, like email, cell phones, all these things are there now to the point where that wouldn't even be a problem, you know? Right. No, it is, man. And But did you see his face when he read that note from his mom? Yeah. Like, yeah. like how much he lit up, like the the love and appreciation that it, it, that he has for them um, is it, through the roof. And, and, you know, I think what I enjoyed about what I'm enjoying so far about this is that we've never really heard him talk. He does not do these things. He doesn't talk about anything. Um, he is, you know, it. This is this is rare um, on another level, and I think that's why the buildup has been so crazy. Um, even seeing that footage of him walking through the campus at, at at Chapel Hill, like I've never seen those things. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've yeah. never seen that riding a bike through through campus. Like, come on, man! Like, I've never seen those things. No, right, right, and. And there's so many things I didn't see, even, even to think about, you know, I know the, the NBA is a, a big sport, you know, in the world, but I was crazy when they were in France and Paris or, you know, wherever it was, and they were playing in that tournament to see how many people were in Jordan, you know, uh, jerseys and chanting his name. And right. That was, I didn't know it was, it was that big, you know, I've obviously I'd never been out the country. But. Yeah. Well, you know, I always knew that they were, they were it. Like I, and like, I think yeah. we knew that they were it here. But when they went other places, how they stopped crowds and how people, you know, went crazy. But it's just, I mean, it's equivalent to when LeBron goes out nowadays. 
Yeah, no, you know, you're right. like it's equivalent. I mean, even more because now you have social media and everything. Why that was big is because there was no social media for MJ. There was no for for Scottie Pippen and those guys, you know, roaming the city. You know, there was none of that, so you didn't hear about it as much. But unless you were there to physically see it, you know, right. And um, no, that was that was that was interesting there. And um, did you know I was I saw something today, so I looked started looking it up. I'm trying to pull it up right now on my phone, but there was, um, did you know, Jordan and Pippen, you know, Pippen ended up out NBA wise game wise. He ended up making more money. He did. He did. Jordan. I saw something here a little bit ago about that. I just like probably like 10 minutes before we filmed this. Yeah. Um, it was his, like 10 million bucks more or something right yeah, around there. Uh, Scotty Pippen's ex-wife, current wife, however you want to do it. Uh, she posted something and just said, just an FYI, Scotty made more than Mike in his NBA career. But I will say this. He also played six more seasons than Michael Jordan, right, too. Right, You know what I mean? And, or five and a half, whatever you want to say. And then obviously he made $77 million after. Yep, that's where it all Rockets came from. The, yeah. the Rockets and who was it, Portland? Yeah, Portland. And the Rockets and Portland. Where he averaged in. a – like, love Scotty Pippen. He averaged less than 14 points uh, a game with those guys. You know yep. what I mean? No, and so so that was interesting there for me too. Um, when I I saw that this morning, I'm trying to look up anything else you got on on the episode that maybe we missed. Man, I think I think it just goes to speak, man. And, and you know, my whole thing with it is that the comparisons will always be there. Um, people will always try to say, hey, well, you know, LeBron has uh, you know, this this kind of saved LeBron because. Jordan needed Pippen and whatever and this, that, and whatever. I'm not going to ever separate Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen because to me they were always united. And and that's something that I won't do as teammates and things of that sort. Um, but you're right, Jordan, like they're right because Jordan, as great as he was, like and, and they've said it, Jordan was the best at his job in the world. Like he at the top yeah. of your profession, like any job you have, if you're a teacher, a plumber, um, electrician, uh, whatever you are, truck driver, if you are the best at what you do, no matter what, you need somebody to clear the way to let you do what you do. If you're a truck driver, you need somebody that's going to make sure that your truck is running right. You're going to need somebody that's making sure that it's fuel, that, you know, it, that's the right oil in there. You're going to need somebody to do that. Uh, if you're a plumber, you're going to need somebody to make sure that all your tools are there or something is, is, is going. If you're a teacher, think about all the different things that you need uh, to make sure that you're able to get into that building and being able to teach. Yeah. So, yeah, like we you you he did need Scottie Pippen. You know what I mean? Scottie Pippen was like. Two in rebounds, two in uh, assists, and and he just had all these, you know. But it took Scottie Pippen to allow Michael Jordan to be great at what he did. Um, going back to even like going to kind of like even like with Golden State right now, Steph Curry cannot guard anybody. You know what I mean? He's yeah, yeah. not known for his defense. But guess who is really good at defense? Draymond Green. You get what I'm saying? So Draymond yeah. Green can go lock down their best player and and make sure that Steph Curry can shoot from wherever he wants, whenever he needs to, okay? And and that's all it is. Let me get to my one thing that I'm better than everybody in the world at. I'm better than everybody in the world at shooting. And then I felt like that's what it was with Michael Jordan. And it's like, I don't want to, because I like Michael Jordan, I don't want to make it seem like I hate Scottie Pippen. You know what right, I mean? Right. Or I, I want to kind of turn them you know, against each other because that's not what it's about. Yes, the Bulls need it. Not only him, they need Steve Kerr, John Paxson in that first one. Uh, 
BJ Armstrong, Dennis Robinson, all those guys were, were integral parts of making sure that this thing went so that Michael Jordan could be what we knew he could be or what he ended up showing us he could be, you know? No, absolutely. And he, uh, I mean, it, it was, there's just a, so many great things came out of that episode that I, some things I didn't even know about. And, and one thing I, the last thing, you know, speaking of his competitiveness and what made Jordan tick is you could see his confidence grow. I, I, when they, they had an interview or two from him at North Carolina, he was very humble. Humbling, very, yeah. And then, and then the game three, I think it was of that for his rookie year and, or maybe it wasn't but at the end of the year, but game three is kind of when he went off and, and, and people started to turn their heads a little bit. And then, I don't know when, but later on, somebody asked him a question. And, um, you know, hey, was the NBA – how's the transition from NBA to college? Oh, it's been easy, you know. And right. so you could just – that's kind of – you can see his confidence kind of. He was humble, and then all of a sudden that confidence and that competitiveness took but, in and helped turn okay. him into who he is. What about this, guys? Like kind of gossip, kind of like nasty. Um, but him as a rookie walking into – uh, at a hotel looking for his teammates and uh, knocks on the door and open up the door and uh, there's a bunch of guys in there doing lines of coke, Cocaine, smoking weed, girls. girls and everything like that. So let me ask you this. One, who do you think the guys were that were doing lines? And then two, do you really believe Michael Jordan left? Ooh, do you believe he left? That he See, left at the time that he said he did. That's a good question. You know what? Because uh, when I was watching it, I would have said I was I kind of was like that's why Jordan became who he was. He fucking left and he he was ready to uh you know he he said I'm I'm forget it. I'm not, I don't care about that. You know that team was bad. All they cared about was the money, the girls, the, the drugs, all that stuff. Where he was like he had a different mindset that kind of showed it. But that's right. a good question. Now that you bring it up, you know what? Did, you know rookie did he really say in his head, "Oh, if this thing gets raided, I'm going to get in trouble" as a right. 22-year-old. Right. That's a good did question. He, I, I'm not sure if he did, man. I, me personally, I'm not going to say he indulged in any of the, the the activities that were going on. But I'm telling you right now, as a 22-year-old and I see a bunch of women in the room, I'm not walking away because there are certain people doing certain things. No, you're right. You know what I mean? And you can't tell me, yeah, he may not have done drugs. You know, he said he wasn't drinking at that time as he had a drink next to him during the documentary yes the little but, little, uh, yeah, little glass yeah um he liked women yeah, you know yeah. so like you were like i just i find that hard to believe but hey that's his story he had the floor to say it but i do i do really want to know which one of these dudes that were out there like snorting lines dude right no you're right i'm looking i'm looking at the roster now i really don't know many of them dudes but if i had to guess you have two guys from albany state oh no i guess they're they're seven years in age so forget it i was looking at the roster and they're the caldwell jones and charles jones they're both from albany state so i'm in my head i'm like ah they grew up together but actually they're seven years apart so they probably never even ran well, into each other there who else is on that roster go i'll ahead. go through it dave corzini quentin okay. daly chris engler Sidney Green, David Greenwood, Rod Higgins, Steve Johnson, Caldwell Jones, Charles Jones, Wes Matthews, Jawan Oldham, Ennis Watley, and Orlando Woolridge. They were like people were saying that Woodard was definitely one of them. They was, <laughs> people were like joking around saying that Woodard was definitely probably one of them. Really? Yeah. So that is. Uh, that is something like when you think about it, man. Like, I mean, no, go ahead, give your answer. Do you think he literally, do you think he left? 
the minute he saw it. You know what? Now that you say it, I, I, at first I did. Like, I, I thought, I was like, man, he's a stand-up dude. But you know what? You're a rookie early probably in your career as far as traveling. I personally wouldn't have gone only because that's an opportunity for to build a rapport, build a relationship with your teammates. That's what, you know, in my head right, right now. But so, so, so no, I, I, I don't think he did now. If I had that. I don't believe he just left. I, I don't, man. He, like, you know, I'm he not- probably stayed for a little bit. I mean, that, that's, yeah, you're right. I have no, man, I'd say he stayed for a little bit and then bounced out. You're right. Right. With a woman. Yeah. With a woman. I believe he left with a woman. Like, I really do. A rookie. Yeah. I just, Star. I, can't, I just can't see him not, I can't see him not staying for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Why, where are you going? Where else you got to go? Yeah. And, you know, you never, I mean, I knew he worked hard and he did all this, but I never heard about him just not partying. Right. You know what I mean? Like they, they said that he, he, you know, I mean, even going into it, did you hear the, uh, them talk about how he was uh, playing golf with Danny age before in the, uh, Celtic series before yeah, some games. Yeah. So it's like he was gambling with him, man. Like that's what he did. Yeah. You know? No, you're um, right. I mean, it's 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 crazy like to know that you're about to play him in a in a playoff series and you're still, you know, I'm gonna compete before too. I'm gonna go play golf. Yeah. You know, speaking of the gambling, now you brought up it just popped in my head. He, you know, him being a gambling man. You know what cracked me up? One of the, the my favorite lines of the episode was, you know, when he was at North Carolina and they gave him the he had a nine percent chance, you know, a headache. A nine, oh nine, my God, that's a nine, 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 nine pills, you know, is gonna cure your headache. One pill is gonna kill you. Which one are you gonna? Which one? What are you gonna do? Oh, um, it depends on how bad. How bad's the headache? Yeah, how bad's the fucking headache? Like, but that's what he wanted, man. And that's that's real stuff. Like, how bad did how bad did did this headache go? Like, I'm looking at the glass is half full. You're looking at it's half empty. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, put them on the minutes restriction. You did all those things. And that kind of like, was like crazy. Like you led this team, almost led this team to playoffs, and you were only playing 14 minutes a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seven, seven in the first half. half, seven in the second. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Um, I know we're going to wrap this thing up, but quote of the first two episodes. I know what mine is, and I'll give you a second to think of yours. Like quote that I'm taking out, Scotty Pippen was not going to fuck up my summer. <laughs> that was, yes, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, <laughs> that he was not going to fuck up his summer for a team that did not want him back and he was going to rehab during the season because yeah. he was not going to fuck up my summer. Hey, he got he got injured on company time. He's going to get paid on company right, time. Right, exactly. Too. I just I or, thought you know, that was recover. I thought that was the greatest line ever, man. No, that was a good one. I I had two of them. You know, hey, that's something we'll add. We'll add in every 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 yeah. every, every week, every podcast during this you know uh, five week run. We'll have our quote of the quote of the episode. You know, we'll so when you're watching, start thinking of that. I I'm gonna go with two. I'm gonna go. I like the headache one personally, um, but the other one, and it really wasn't a quote, but they were going through kind of the team. They went through Michael, Scotty, Phil. Um, Reinsdorf, and then they get to Rodman, and he goes, "My name's Dennis Rodman. What's up?" You know, just, <laughs> that, that's how he. No, that was great. He did. He just didn't say. Yeah, he was like, "What's up?" <laughs> like, oh, like I can't wait till they like cue him up, and supposedly it's in the next two episodes. So yeah. I can't wait till they cue him up. Um, the 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 thing is, man, and and like I said, I know we're wrapping it up, but the thing with this was so great. Okay, and it was a it was like a really good documentary to the point where when it ended, like even me being who I was, I was like, like clicking to make sure that it was done. 
You know what I mean? But I was like, man, man, I hope the Bulls didn't trade Scottie Pippen. Like, yeah. I didn't already know what happened. Right, you know right. I mean? Like, in my head, I'm like, and I'm like, hold on, dude. You know what happened in this. Like, and you know I know that. I mean? that and over, too. Like, in my mind, I'm like, did they, like, I had to go back and think, like, dude, what? Did they trade him? And it's like, no, he was good. They they finished it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that goes back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago when I was watching the Cubs World Series game. There's like a ground ball, Javi Baez guy with two, you know, he makes the ground ball, fields it, throws it to first. And I'm like, hell yeah. It's like, dude, I already know they won <laughs> game seven. It's, it's hard, man. When you go back, <laughs> well, as you go back and you get into stories, man, like you get lost. You were yeah. in that time, like you're in that time. You know what I mean? And I think being a a, a, a full adult now, you kind of just like was like, hold on, man. All the writing is on the wall for them to get rid of him. Like right. he would have been a cancer if he came back. If he would have did this, he would have did that. Another thing before we go is the thing with, with Phil Jackson. How the fuck did he manage all that? Yeah. Knowing his job, but he was done. One he, but even before that, like they asked him, was he upset with Scottie Pippen? And oh. he says, no, I wasn't. Yeah. I yeah. was in his corner because I understood my player. And I've always heard stories about how, you know, Phil Jackson was such a mastermind that he always said, hey, like uh, every player has to be handled differently, but within the team concept. And that kind of goes to it. It's like, yeah, I'm going to deal with you individually on the side, but I'm going to steer you back into the team concept within your problem. You know what I mean? And and yeah. that went to show he was like, I never was upset with Scotty. Right. I never, never was upset with him. And I don't want to go too long either, you know, but I, I mean, I got all day. I don't care. But um, the, the other thing is speaking of team, you know, I, you look at the aspect of, you know, Pippen getting paid at two million, three million bucks, you know, during that season and, and Jordan making 30 million. And, and then Jordan says, hey, you're not you're not being a team. And it, it comes with two. I'm curious to see what your thought is. You got two aspects from it. Pippen, you know, yeah, he, maybe he isn't being a team player. He, he's getting rehabbing during the season when he could have rehabbed over the summer. But then also you have Jordan, who has 30 million. Maybe, maybe he steps up a little bit and not not gives up his money, but maybe he had enough clout where he could go and and, and say some things or even restructure. You know, I'm not saying he okay. wanted to because that. But what's your thoughts on that? Well, they're, they're saying, okay, and I don't know if it's true. And I actually have an article. I got to send it to you, actually, um, you know, during this quarantine uh, episode where in the CBA in 95 or 96, okay, that there was a no negotiation or no renegotiation. Oh, okay, okay. So they couldn't go to back to the table, supposedly. I don't know because I felt like that. Ryan's North should have said that during that episode if that was true. You get right, what I'm saying? Right. Um, if if that were true, that he shouldn't uh that, that that he should not have left that out if that if that were true. But uh what I do feel like is that the first of all, the reason why Michael Jordan's contract was there was because he retired and he was able to come back and get because you gotta remember his contract was only eight for twenty five million before he retired. So when he came back, his contract, that's when he got the 30 mil. You know what I mean? That's when yeah. he got the 30 million. And, yeah, you know, and I didn't think about that because of um, that stuff, you know, and then that, that 2 million, where was I going to go with that? Yeah, because, you know, nowadays you have, like, Brady restructuring to get guys, you know. Yeah, and, and But at like the same time, I have a I mindset, like too, of, like, at the, at the end of the day and a little bit, like, hey, that's my money. You know what? I earned it. That's like you figure out, you know what I mean? 
Right. I have that. There's, I, I can see that side of it as well, you know, well, and, 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 and my, my, my whole thing with it is that I know Jerry Ryan's North said that after you signed a deal, he didn't want to hear from you no more. Don't come back trying to do whatever right. and do right. this and whatever. Dude, you won championship after championship after championship after championship. Do the right thing. Right. I want to hear that. Like whatever. You never thought that if he would have closed his eyes when he bought the bulls and had the, 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 craziest best dream ever in his life he would have never dreamed that right so you can break your principles when you have a person who is second at their profession in your company they are second you know what i mean they they, they are the best they are the second best player or second best employee that you have you gotta you gotta reward them you know what i mean right. especially like scotty pippen and, and let's let's not be Bias. Scotty Pippen signed a bad deal, but the reason why he signed it, like he's a country boy from North Carolina or from and Arkansas. Two, two, he had people to take care of. He's like, man, I need to get some money. That's some money for absolutely. You know what I mean? Some money. So I don't want to like down him and whatever. Like, but you know, yeah, he probably shouldn't have signed it for that long. And you know what? And that goes to speak that general man, those, those the owners and the man, general manager, they kind of took advantage of a young a young athlete that needed the money, you know, and they so they probably. We knew they were able to get away with a little bit. Absolutely, you know? and, 100%. Uh, nothing, I mean, that's the business aspect of it, you know. Absolutely, 100%. And so you can't knock anybody. But um, with that being said, anything you want to add before we take off? Man, I think it was good, man. Great show, man. That's no, and good, uh, man. yeah, come back. You know, we'll be back here next week. Uh, we, we'll, we'll figure out a, a little more structured time. We'll try to be consistent every week. Maybe Sunday night we'll come and record. Maybe we'll have something out Tuesday. Uh, you know, Sunday or Monday we'll record and have, have an episode out Tuesday for you. Um, check us out on our guests. get a couple guests and, yes. and, and have a good time with this absolutely yeah we'll have guests ask them some questions just on their jordan experience you know playing non-playing off the court on the court whatever it might be um, also don't feel free to check us out on instagram at catch 23 pod c-a-t-c-h 23 p-o-d um, catch 23 pod go check us out um any yeah that's all i got man yeah that's it man i think a good a good one tonight man and Let's keep growing and going, man. Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. And, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to Sunday. I can't wait. Absolutely. All right, man.